You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, Matt, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And uh, our DFS lineup, we're in the money. How about that? There you go. Winner, winner. So if you played our lineup, you scored 164.2 points, which should get you in the money in most leagues. More Um, often than not, you win 50% of the time. Yeah, you're you're going to be okay. Uh, Our lineup finished in the contest that we played in. And, again, remind me when I do these, uh, when we do it on Friday – do single. Yeah, because yeah. the people that load it up. Because all the right, people, right, right, right. most of the people ahead of us were people who put 27 lineups in there. Not that that matters, but. There's I'd some li- logic behind it or yeah. they wouldn't do it. I mean, Right. Well, I mean, again, if you're if you're making your bet and you've, you know, you run your optimizer and that's the lineup that tells mm-hmm. you to run, uh, then then you go with it and you win, you know, you, you, you put 20 entries in, well, you've won 20 bets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so you still need to win, but. Yeah. If you're confident in one, you hit it a little harder. Yeah. So you want to hunt, you want yeah, yeah. to, again, a $5 contest like this, you win 100 bucks. Okay. Now, how many people were in it? Uh, this one had like 689 or something okay. like that. I was yeah. wondering, like, if it's 100 and I could have 20, you know, 20 ballots, well, that would make sense that I could skew the odds a little bit too. Yeah. That's know? the other thing that it does. So mm-hmm. the winning, the winning lineup had uh, a score of two. And again, this guy had 20 winning lineups yeah, yeah, yeah. at 217.22 points. Uh, our lineup, we mentioned, we scored 164.2. We had Trevor Lawrence, 14.4. Javante Williams got us 20.8 last night. 12 targets last night. Yeah, yeah. 4.1% ownership. I'm surprised it was that low. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Najee Harris. He got us 10.6 points. The he touchdown was, was huge. Yeah, 15.1% ownership. CeeDee Lamb was a, was a bust for us at uh, 18.6% ownership. Uh, but A.J. Brown. I'm be a little wary of Lamb going yeah. forward. A.J. Brown at 4.5% 4. ownership got us 28.5 points. That yeah. was nice. Boy, they throw to him a lot. Pittman at 65.5% ownership. Again, that kind of cancels everybody out, but he had he had 30.10. Uh, Pat Firemuth had a solid day, 12, mm-hmm. 12.5 uh, points there at 4,200. Saquon Barkley, <clears throat> again, high ownership at 6,100. He's, he's a winner for you, though. 39.6% right, yeah. ownership. Uh, we got 36.4 points out of him. And the Jaguars' defense at 0.7% ownership, we got six points out of that, hmm. um, which was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Walker, the first overall pick, had a big game, and they made some big plays on defense. Yeah. So don't sleep on that, D. So we'll do that again on Friday, as we do every week on Friday. Uh, okay. Now it's time to take a look at some of the uh, quarterback or some of the uh, 
waiver tough waiver stuff. wire yeah. pickups here. I'm looking at ESPN's uh, uh, Fantasy Football Week 2 catch, uh, and uh, this is written by Eric Moody. Oh, Eric Moody. Is. I think yeah. Carabell used to, I thought. Yeah. Um, everything got changed around here. He used to do this off of Roto World. Well, now they've got Barry doing it. Well, Barry went from ESPN to Roto World. And right. But Barry does it as a video. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I got you. We can't do that. Right, right, right. Uh, so we look at Eric Moody's here uh, pickups on ESPN. Does he preface this? Is this less than 50% ownership in ESPN leagues or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so he's looking at uh, he's, the guys who are still out there in the ESPN leagues. Mm-hmm. So Matt Ryan, quarterback pickups. Matt Ryan's only rostered in 24% of ESPN leagues. I get that. I mean, he was like quarterback 20 to 25. He's not going to run. He's You're, not going to run. You, you know, know, he's probably even low on – he put up good passing numbers. If you're even in a super flex league. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, he's yeah. in the 20s. Yeah, right. That's where he's at. I mean, he historically doesn't throw a ton of inter- or, uh, touchdowns either. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it, I mean, it was you okay. Pick him up, but I'm yeah. sure you could do better than that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if you have Dak only, I mean, that's like the only scenario. Well, that's, a th- that's the thing. Yeah, right. If you got Dak Prescott, you're looking for a quarterback. Yeah, and he didn't have a backup. I mean, then Ryan's fine, you know. Uh, his other guy here is Carson Wentz at 16.6% ownership. Who'd you rather have? I think I'd rather have Wentz. I'd rather have Wentz, yeah. I like the targets better. I think he's a little more aggressive. He runs a little more. Yeah, he's going to get you I'm some. I'm not say he's a better quarterback, but I'd rather For have fantasy him. purposes, yeah, he yeah. is, yeah. Uh, running back. Daryl Henderson is only owned in 46% of that's ESPN league, but there's some ten teamers out there, and and that's all. Like I've never written this article for in my whole writing career, it but it'd be really yeah. hard. I mean, fourteen team league versus a ten team league is night and day of what's out there to pick from. Yeah, but if he's available, oh, he should be picked. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Sh- he should be owned for sure. Do you he think should... he's like a starter this week? I mean, I haven't like looked at oh, matchups. Like I think he's a much. flex. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. You're playing him over Acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he's a flex. I mean, Acres was clearly the two. Yeah, no, that could. I I think I texted you during the game. Mm-hmm. Like next week, it probably flips. <laughs> right, Acres you know. runs for one twenty, and yeah. he's on everyone's backs. Uh, Khalil Herbert mm-hmm. is owned in twenty five point two percent of leagues. See, he's interesting to me because say what you want about Montgomery, he's fine, you know. Yeah, but the last staff used him like nausea. This this staff might be like. Well, we like Herbert too. We're going to use him like most backs. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, Herbert's got a spot there to. He, he might be more than a handcuff. He might be more than that. He might yeah, be a, yeah. a true flex. Yeah, he might be a flex type. Yeah, right. Um, and that's what I, I wouldn't pick him up and play him as a flex this week. I'd want to see it another week. But he but should be owned. There, he should be owned. Yeah. Right. If he's out there and you got a, a dead spot, grab him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for sure. Jamal Williams, same thing. He should be he's out good there too. He's right. owning thirty six percent of leagues. I think he got. 14, 13, 14 touches last week. Swift in a game they were losing. A game they were losing. And he got right. the goal line touches. That's the thing. I was about yeah. to say that, too. Swift owns the passing game, which makes him extremely valuable. Yeah. But it hurts Swift that Williams is the goal line guy. Yeah. yeah. And so he should be owned. He's he only owned twice. 36% of leagues. Yeah, definitely. They they both got double-digit carries last week. Mm-hmm. Which um, is fine for Swift. In a game, in a game that Detroit was losing. Again, they, yeah. Right, right, right. So... And they want to run the football and yeah. have a good line, and he's a good player. They just—I think they want to take it easy on Swift. I don't think they want to overwork Swift. I think you're right about that. Yeah, and they love Jamal Williams. Jeff Wilson Jr. Obviously, the Elijah Mitchell mm-hmm. uh, injury is going to be out. Uh, looks like eight weeks. That must be a really bad hamstring. It's bad, yeah. Uh, he's only under three point five percent of leagues. I think he's the number one waiver wire claim this week. Yeah, I mean, in most leagues, when he's played in the past, he's not dynamic. No, but he's a, he but he's the forty ers running back. And that's all you need to know, <laughs> right? I mean, I I think it's pretty clear that he's going to be the lead guy. Yeah, but 
but I've fallen for that trick before. I, they had some dude I hadn't heard of was an undrafted rookie free agent. All he did, though, was play special teams, say, he even the, after the Elijah Mitchell yes, injury. Debo's rushes went up, Yeah, which I don't think is what they want to do, ideally. And um, they have, Davis Price they have was Davis inactive. Price was inactive because he probably can't play special teams. No, I, I don't think yeah. they trust him to. So now he'll move up to the number two spot. He should be rostered. That's what I was going to say is I assume that's the way it's going to go unless Davis Price looks good. He could, but even last year, they when when everybody assumed that one, you know when, when Mitchell missed some games and he missed mm-hmm. he missed games last year, this goes back to the the whole why you don't just take a running back. Well, you can get one in the late rounds. Look what Elijah Mitchell did last year. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. But is, is there any staying there. power? Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, he missed games last year, and when that happened, Wilson ended up being mm-hmm. the guy over everybody else that they had. I think they trust Wilson, which goes yeah. is all you need to know. But Davis Price to me is more talented than Wilson. Yeah, you know, that doesn't always matter. Two, yeah. But he could go past them, you know, during this stretch. Wilson started four games last year, and each one of those games he had at least thirteen rushing attempts yeah. in that in that offense. So I mean, I'm sure he'll have at least thirteen this week. Yeah, I mean, he's right. he's probably if you do pick him up, he's probably good for a flex play. Yeah, maybe a little better because they got right. uh, they've got Seattle this week. That's not bad at home, yeah, so okay. it's not a bad matchup. Yeah, uh, the final guy here is if if. if I guarantee you in, in Pittsburgh-centric leagues, he is not owned. If you listen to this show, he is not owned. But Jalen Warren is only owned in 1.3% of leagues. There's a lot of guys I wouldn't we've been banging the Warren. Yeah, we've been banging but, the drum, though, that he's the handcuff. If he's you the handcuff, <laughs> right. Yeah, he played every snap in the, in, uh, the fifth quarter in yeah. overtime. You know, and he spelled nausea a little bit even before that. Yeah. You know, when nausea was healthy, he only played 77% of the snaps. Right. Which is... Low for him compared to last year. Yeah, I mean, it's early in the season, and they're trying mm-hmm. to see what Warren can do. And as Mike Tomlin said today, he didn't pee down his leg. Uh, and I'm not know. suggesting, you know, Harris has any higher chance of getting injured than anyone, but backs get injured. Right. You know, you, you know be Yeah, Jalen Warren should be in fantasy leagues. Yeah, if you but he should have now. He should have already been in, in yeah, exactly, fantasy Yeah, exactly. Uh, at wide receiver, Robbie Anderson is owned in 37.5% of leagues. One good game, one big play. I'm not ready to say that he, he did have four catches, though. It wasn't yeah. like it was. he did nothing else. He did. He know. was in the doghouse in the fantasy world way too deep. Yeah. You know, he's not a bad player. But now, all of a sudden, I'm not re- re- ready to say, oh, I'm going to put him as my wide receiver three. Yeah. And somehow, know? Carolina just, they, they they couldn't stop the Browns from running the football. Mm-mm. And so, they only had 27 pass attempts in the game. Yeah. I mentioned McCaffrey only had 14 touches, period. Mm-hmm. So, they just didn't have the ball a lot. No, I don't know what their time possession was, but I know they lost the battle badly. Yeah, I mean, you know? the Browns had over 200 yards rushing mm-hmm. in that game. They just never had the football. The fact that that game was close yeah. to begin with was because Robbie Anderson had a 75-yard touchdown. But I'm not scrapping <laughs> Carolina's offense. or you know, No, I, no. I mean, but, if you've, again, if that. you've got a dead spot on your roster, somebody, well, I'm oh, going to sure. save him for down the road. I mean, Robbie Anderson should probably be rostered. He's, he's, a, he's a starting yeah, wide receiver. Right, right, right. He's a true wide receiver, too, in the NFL. Uh, Curtis Samuel owned in eight point four percent of leagues. I'm I'm kind of in. Do you trust him though? Of course not. But <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's dynamic. The, he's he the guy that you, you you pick him up, you put him in the lineup, and he leaves in the second quarter of the hamstring. Uh, that absolutely could be true. <laughs> but I I've think seen that show oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> but they've invested in him. They've stuck with him. Well, then they drafted a first round receiver. But uh, he's a good player. Uh, I mean, if I have an open spot, I'm putting in a claim. He's yeah. really hard to put the – it's kind of like what you were saying. It's a lot easier to pick him up 
than it is to put him in the then lineup. Then to put that check on Sunday morning, you know, like, yeah. Eh. Well, put it this way. Would you rather have him or would you rather have this next guy who's only owned him 1.7% of league? Donovan Peoples-Jones. He had 11 targets in that game. I'd rather Peoples-Jones. I think so, too. I think he's the two. He might be the one. He might be the one. I don't care what they're paying. <laughs> I'm not impressed with Amari. Yeah. You know I'm in a Joku fan, but they didn't use him at all. I mean, they ran the ball a ton, back to the, yeah. the conversation with that. But um, Peoples-Jones is big and talented, and he never leaves the field. Right. Here's the thing that you need to look at when you were scanning the waiver wire this week. Usage. Usage is it, key. When we're talking about usage, it's run, for running backs, it's, it's carries and catches. Mm-hmm. I don't even care how many snaps a running back plays. If he's on the field and they're using him, oh right, and he only plays he plays twenty snaps, but every time he's on the field, he's involved. He's involved somehow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Oh, hundred percent for wide receivers. I want targets, snaps, and targets I'm not looking that, at oh right. this guy again. Robbie Anderson had four catches for a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Okay, but how many targets did he have? Well, he had four targets. Okay, yeah. uh, like, that's not sustainable. Example. Donovan People Jones getting eleven targets catches my that gets my attention mm-hmm. i don't have it in front of me but here's a Steelers example is pickens ran a route i, I jotted this one down this morning he ran a route on 92 percent of trubisky's dropbacks and he was targeted what three or four times well they're gonna come and things gonna he's come he's routes, on the right, field right, right. yeah he's on the field running routes when they drop back that's all you need to know all right he's right, playing right. it's not like oh well this you know it's not like somebody's fourth receiver and he you know he's right. He catches three balls, and you're like, "Oh, you pick that guy up." Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. Or he's out there for spot duty and has a, a couple big plays. Yeah. So uh, Peoples Jones is a guy. Even though I don't love their quarterback situation right now, but if he's a two, and what happens when Watson comes back late in the That's year? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden you got Donovan Peoples Jones going down the stretch. That he might be one of my favorite pickups we've mentioned. Thus far, yeah. I mean, nine are running backs aside because that's yeah. a, a media plug and play type dude, but. That, I also have this theory too that there's a stretch of Michigan guys that do better in the pros than they do in college. Yeah, he's starting to show. He that might too. be one of them, right? Rashawn Gary and you know, a lot of those type of guys. Uh, Zay Jones is another one. One point one percent usage, but they gave him money. I think Marvin Jones is shot. Yeah, and so Zay is probably he the got two. nine targets. Right. You know they're going to be losing yeah, more often than it's they're not winning. Much different. Yeah, he I mean it's the same. The very much. You know, if you liked Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. and I did. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta like Zay Jones just because of the usage. Yeah, they'll be similar. And you like Lawrence. Yes. Like he's gotta throw the ball to somebody. He'll just throw the ball to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Side note there, we were talking about ATN and Robinson yesterday. I didn't see this live, but ATN dropped a, sh- a sure touchdown pass too, which didn't exactly didn't like help yeah. either, right? Uh Corey Davis. Nine targets. Yes. Cut six of the, six of nine targets for seventy seven yards. Again, you're going to see Joe Flacco out there for the first month, of, at I least know. the first month of the year. He's going to go to the guy that he feels comfortable knows. And hey, I know this this guy knows where he's going yeah, to he's be. Not That's a Corey Davis. Player. Yeah, he's not a rookie. You know, I mean, he's That's a, Corey Davis, and he's I, a starting NFL receiver. Yeah, if you get a wide receiver spot open, Corey Davis, you could do worse than Corey Davis. You could do worse. He should be in leagues. Um, my problem, which is obvious, is I really like all three of those receivers for the real world. Yeah. But they cancel each other out, and they're in a dreadful offense. You know, like. But again, they're going to be behind. Oh yeah, quite a bit. I mean, I own Elijah Moore all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's one of my faves. Yeah. I don't know if I'm on board with this next one. Uh, Julio Jones is owned in 44, 43.4% of, of leagues. Now I understand Chris Goblin's out mm-hmm. uh, with the hamstring injury. 
And everyone watched that game Sunday night. He he looked fine. Yeah. He's not a burner anymore. I mean, we know that. I don't think he's going to last. Uh, they gave him a handoff or two. That was kind of encouraging. Yeah. But, I mean, if I picked him in the last round, I'd try to trade him right now. Yeah, I'd probably try to do that as well. But you could also make the argument that, well, okay, so maybe he's the new Gronk. Well, he kind of is. Yeah. He sits down in the zones and he boxes dudes out. Yeah. And he may catch some touchdowns, although Evans kind of monopolizes that role too. Right. Um, DJ Chark is owned in 49.5% of It's amazing that he wasn't drafted hardly at all. Yeah. I mean, they gave him money. Jamison Williams is not coming back anytime soon. Deep threat. He got he's eight targets last lately. week. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he starts for just about any team in the league. Uh, his woes in Jacksonville weren't necessarily his fault. Yeah. So uh, I think he's very undervalued. Definitely some wide receivers on that list that you look at. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. That's you could use. Right, yeah. Right. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Uh, tight end. Tyler Higby, only owned in 49.8% of leagues. He got nine targets in that game last Thursday. Now, he say. didn't do much with it, but he got no. nine targets. Right, I mean... Everyone saw they targeted Cup 8,000 times, but Higby was the two. Yeah. You know, and if you're the two in that offense, you'll be fine. Much to the chagrin of Allen Robinson. Owners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I expect that to change, you know, but I mean, Higby is trusted. Yeah. And you wonder, you know, when Van Jefferson comes back as well, how mm-hmm. that changes things. That dynamic's oh, yeah. a weird one. Yeah. But tight ends, sometimes you have to live week to week, and he probably won't hurt you. Um, Hayden Hurst. He impressed me in the game. Yeah, he was he, better than I thought he yeah, would. And, yeah, and he got he's only owned in 19.5% of leagues. Mm-hmm. He ran routes on, well, I mean, they ran 90-plus plays. Right, right, right. Uh, So he was running a lot of uh, routes in that game, and they threw him the football. Yeah, now, part of that was because Higgins is out. Yeah, yeah. You know, but still, they, they threw him the football, and he made some plays. And they chose to go get him in the, pre, in the offseason, too, and gave him a little contract. And, I mean, he's not a throwaway. Yeah. Um. Just some other fantasy news here. It looks like uh, Keenan Allen not looking great to play on Thursday night. I don't think that surprises anybody in that Thursday game. Um, How awesome is it that we get Chiefs Chargers in two days? Yeah, that's fantastic. We're already in the week, too. It's unbelievable. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm just looking through some news here. The 49ers have added Marlon Mack to the roster. Oh, did they? Yeah, to their practice squad, I should say. He's on their practice squad. I guess that makes sense. I mean, I'm a, I've, I wasn't a fan of him on his best day, but I was still shocked that he wasn't a football player. Yeah. Uh, going back to the uh, Keenan Allen news. So DeAndre Carter was the guy who kind of replaced yeah, Allen in the game. Yeah, didn't know much about him. Not, not Josh Palmer. It, Palmer played a lot, though. Yeah. But he's not a slot. Right. And Palmer's more the Mike Williams type. So. Well, they didn't use Mike Williams in that game. No, so, they didn't. Um, I expect that to change this week. Uh, but uh, – is Gerald De- Everett's also one of my favorite sleeper type tight ends. Yeah, and I think he helps with Keenan Allen out. But you know, if you're if you're weak this week, do you pick up Josh Palmer or DeAndre Carter? Not DeAndre Carter. Yeah, I can't go Palmer's there either. A player I like. Palmer should probably already be in your league. He's a borderline. Yeah, He's probably a fifty percent owned guy. Yeah, I mean, know? he could go out this week and have, you know, six for eighty. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, I think Palmer should be in your league. 
Like Palmer to me versus Peoples Jones is a question. Yeah, I mean, I think he's like at that level. I'd probably rather Peoples Jones probably because he has a more he has a clear path to much worse targets. passing game. Yeah. but he's doesn't have the Keenan Allen lumen. Right, right, now, right. It's in some ways it ha- actually helps Peoples Jones the Coopers there. Oh, yeah, Cooper's yeah. going to get attention. Of course. So that may be what happened in that game. I, People I, treat him like a one, even though I don't think he's a one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looking at some other injury news here. Uh, Ty Montgomery placed on injured reserve for the New England Patriots, who the uh, Steelers play this week. Uh, that's big news for if you own Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson. See, Stevenson is a guy I invested in heavily in like the sixth or seventh round, something like whatever, wherever he was going. And with the assumption that he was going to catch passes. His usage last week was bad. Yeah. And, you know, Harris got his normal usage. Montgomery, I think the number I, I dug He caught the was, touchdown pass. He caught the touchdown. Yeah. But I think they had 12 third down plays, and Montgomery was out there for 11 of them. Yeah. Like, that's not so good. That's I not assume so good. Stevenson will be that guy now. Yeah. Or they'll pick up the next James White. Well, they get they get know. Pierre Strong uh, on yeah, the roster. They didn't trust him as a receiver, though. Yet. Yeah. Well, do they, never... do they trust him as a pass blocker? Right. That's, that's, the, the, that's right. the key. Um, Panthers placed Andre Roberts on injury reserve. That doesn't really, nah. um, the, 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 uh, Chiefs placed Trent McDuffie on injury reserve. Speaking oh, of that, the, the slot cornerback okay. spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be better for the Palmer Williams this week situation. Yeah. Um, the Rams placed Kieran Williams on injury reserve with an ankle injury. Remember they held him out in a preseason mm-hmm. game to, because they had a plan for him. Yeah. I think they really liked him. I guess that's better for Henderson and. Acres, if it's just the two of them involved, that's you know, yeah, still a little foggy right now. How about this one? The Colts waived Rodrigo Blankenship. No, oh, did they? He, he missed, missed a missed a, a, a forty-two kick. yarder in overtime and booted uh, two different kickoffs out of bounds. That was enough. They're working out Josh Lambeau, Matthew Wright, the former Steeler. Um, that's why you pay Boswell, folks. You don't yeah. want to be that team that is now trying out Josh Lambeau. You know yeah. what I mean? And nothing. Against Josh Colts haven't had to live in that. I mean, they they had. Vinatieri there for, yeah. Was, Vinatieri was actually a Colt longer than he was a, a Patriot. Patriot. Yeah. But he didn't kick off at the end. And, yeah, you know, I mean, but so. they just use him to kick field goals. Well, now they're you know now they're looking. Now they're looking. Look like they thought they had a guy, and now they don't trust him anymore. He's out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lovey Smith said that the plan was for Damian Pierce to get more plays than he did. That was a weird situation because mm-hmm. Rex Burkhead got more run. Yeah. And playing time than Damian Pierce. I don't know why the game script would dictate that. They were winning. They were winning. You would think <laughs> Pierce would be the guy, but I don't think that's tremendous news for him. Rex Burkhead outsnapped Pierce seventy-two percent to twenty-eight percent. Wow! Is Rex Burkhead somebody you should pick up? Uh, that kind of tells us he should. <laughs> I mean, I think he's going to be the receiving back, and he's definitely the more trusted guy right now. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Pete Carroll, in addition to saying that Jamal Adams has a serious knee injury that will that require really surgery, bad, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said Kenneth Walker will play in week two against the 49ers. Okay. I mean, I'm not starting either one of those backs yet. But yeah. be nice to have some clarity. Uh, Vikings head coach Kevin O'Donnell said Irv Smith wasn't involved in this team's offense in week one by design. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird one. He was another one that was kind of one of my sleeper, if you punt on tight end type dudes. <laughs> he didn't catch a pass. Didn't catch a pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, Are of course, he— I'm giving another week. Give so. it another week, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe they go back to it this week, but they didn't need to throw the ball a whole lot. No, in the they second didn't. Half they had of the a game. lead and yeah. worked out well. And um, you're right, KJ Osborne's a guy. I mean, he's he's a he's a he's good a player. Dude, yeah. yeah, he's a good player. Um, Dak Prescott, uh, surgery today. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Jones said they're not, Jerry said, yeah. not placing him on IR. Well, he's going to be the final say. Yeah, good luck with that, Jer. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, McCarthy's like, well, we're looking at through the Rolodex of available tight quarterbacks. <laughs> and Sean Payton's like looking for uh, a home in Dallas as we speak, probably. You yeah. Know? <laughs> they, they come from two different worlds between the head coach and uh, ownership there. Yeah, not a great uh, situation in Big D. Um, so what's the ramifications? Like if you have Lamb, you're starting. Yeah, you have to. Are you starting Schultz? I don't think you can start any other wideouts. Probably from where you drafted him. Right. You drafted Schultz as your number one tight end, even though you took him in like the sixth or seventh round. Would you pick up a Higby or an Everett or somebody like that over Schultz as a starter? Or do you want to see I'm, the other I probably want to see how it works. A young yeah. quarterback, tight ends are typically. Yeah, i that's not so bad, right? Yeah. How about Pollard and Zeke? Um, I mean, you're going to you gotta, you gotta play Zeke. Zeke. Pollard, you're probably not playing. Right. Uh, the question is going to be what do, what do you do with Gallup when he. Because. He might be mm. back this week. Is it that soon? Yeah. I don't think you can play him. Yeah, you probably have to wait and see. Mm. We both like him a lot, but even on his best day, he's not a wide receiver too. Right. I mean, he's more of a three flex type guy. Yeah. You know, now you but Rush, uh, he has started one game for them last year, one in Minneapolis, threw for 300 yards in that I game. i say he was fine in that game, yeah. but there's obvious concerns there. Absolutely. Yeah. Zeke would scare me maybe the most. Yeah. Um, looking back at the, the, the stuff from uh, last night's game, no catches for... K.J. Hamler, you got one target in that game. He's not really rostered. No, right? no. Very strange game, by the way. Yeah. Noah Fant had three, uh, had four targets, only three catches for 16 yards. Mm. He's not even a full-time player for them. No. Um, Albert O, we wanted to watch that. Yeah. Six targets, five catches for 33 yards. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how Nathaniel Hackett, this is, goes to your point about young head, first-time head coaches. Mm-hmm. You're paying your quarterback – you just gave up the whole franchise. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. You traded picks to get him. It's fourth and five, and you're cool with a sixty-four yarder. You're cool sending your kicker out there for a sixty-four yarder, and you're not playing in Denver. Yeah, I say yeah, and you're you know, if it was a fifty-yarder, I think it's the wrong choice. Yeah, let alone a sixty-four. Sixty-four. So he treated it like it was. Oh, he's just going out there to kick a forty-five-yard field goal to win this. Yeah, right. I mean, is there a eight percent chance that ball goes through the uprights? Yeah. 10, 12, you know, whatever it is, it's low. It's way, way below 50. Uh, what did you think of the usage with the other guys? I, I love that Javante Williams got that many targets. I'm not sure that's how I would have designed offense, yeah. you know, with Wilson. Um, Judy had a big play. I, I, this is how I said it on my podcast earlier. If you look at the box score, it looked a lot better for Denver than watching the game. It was yeah. disjointed. You know, a lot of penalties. The... Um, it looked like they were all new and hadn't played much in the preseason, and the uh, crowd noise was giving them problems and false starts. Shocking. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about that? <laughs> Maybe there is some validity to preseason guys. Um, I didn't think Wilson played great. You know, Gino, actually, that's the takeaway. Gino was okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. as late as DK went in drafts. Maybe you got a steal there. I know he didn't put up huge numbers. He got numbers, seven targets. He, he caught all lot, seven of right? them, but he only had 36 didn't yards. Didn't do much, right, yeah. right, right. But Gino probably outplayed Wilson. Like, I don't know if he's going to be an anchor. What about Will Disley? Are you in yeah. on Will Disley? No. Yeah, you know, you've never been a Will Disley he's guy. He's more of a blocker. Yeah. Right. We had three catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I know. So, I know they like him. They gave yeah. him money, too. Um, yeah. versus Judy didn't really distinguish itself. Gino Smith was... Yeah, like 23 of 28 for 195 yards and two touchdowns, and they won the game. I say they'll take that all day long. Yeah. Man. That's exactly what they want. It was, it was kind of 
the same game that Trubisky had. Where yeah, just yeah. don't don't lose it. Yeah, yeah. You know, go out there and don't lose it. Saying don't lose this game, and we'll be in it in the end and take our chances. Well, and that's what they did. And that's what they did, and they won. Yeah, uh, Wilson was uh, twenty nine of forty two for three hundred forty yards, and they didn't let him go out there. No, and try to win the football game. I mentioned Javante getting all those targets, which is great, but Gordon. Um, got more carries. He got more carries. Yeah, yeah. which and he looks fine too. Yeah, um, that's that going to continue to be. A, yeah, right. it's going to continue to be like that. I think. I would imagine. Um, unfortunately, if you drafted Javante Williams early, you're going to have to live with that mm-hmm. all year long. But if he's getting if he's getting targets, wonderful. But he's not a he's not swift. You know? No, he's not. Yeah. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR po- podcast shows, like The Drive. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, the Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, the Steelers Standards with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, that's going to do it for our show today. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll have an injury report to talk about. Uh, We'll see where both teams stand in regard to that. Uh, But uh, for today, that's going to do it. Uh, For my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site, Keeping us on the air for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen. A fabulous new fence. The possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.